0: Paul oh, Lil Sutton. little Sutton. Welcome to <laughs> Ooh. Whose pussy is this? <laughs>
1: okay.
0: Cheers. Cheers, bitch. Ah. <laughs> Every time. It's like when I was doing my skincare this morning and you have to slap it in the skin, like... And I'm like, oh, I miss that sound. I miss that sound. I know. Are
1: you (laughs) one of those girls that likes it when a guy, like, lightly slaps your clit?
0: Oh, yeah, I don't mind that. I
1: don't mind it. It doesn't, like, turn... I like it when they do it with their penis. Oh, yeah, 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 And it's like, 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 while they're fucking you, they pull it out and they're like...
0: like... Sound check. (laughs) tap 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 or beforehand or when they rub it up and down before they stick it in and you're like fucking put it inside yeah
1: yeah yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah, yeah. my god that gets me
0: going
1: mm, especially you feel like super wet and it's just it just slides so slippy mm, i can't talk about this it's been very many weeks <laughs> it's
0: been umteen days what's the actual thing eggs? something like that anyway um welcome back to Three
1: Wishes guys. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're filming. Um Welcome back. We've done this is this our
0: fourth one? This is our for fourth three wishes in a row that's in lockdown.
1: Crazy. We've done that back
0: to back to back. Back to back to back. Um but we decided this is our third day filming in a row too, so that's draining. Yeah, but also
1: fine. We're just on a roll, so we're just going with it.
0: Yeah, um, and it's actually kind of nice to have a bit more of a purpose every morning, getting up and getting ready. I'm not just sitting in my bed all
1: day, masturbating. I'm going to do that <laughs> later. <laughs> I'm overdue, actually. I'm so overdue. I'm unwell. I haven't masturbated in like four days. Yeah, but also I've had my period, so like... Yeah, me, well, both of us, mm. because we're I don't...
0: the same person. We got our period on the same day. Literally. Just, <laughs> if anyone wanted to know that, that's, that. there you go. Um, so- and it ended at the same time.
1: <laughs> Should we just dive into a wash? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. We got Let- another really cool voice memo message sound.
0: I, I love a voice note. Um, I've become one of those that likes to send them. I just think they're cool. It's way easier than typing.
1: I like hearing what you say rather than fucking sending me 20 emojis. Well,
0: like- also... It's like a phone call. You have to actually take the time to take to mm. set to say what you want to
1: say. And you don't have to text. So if you're doing something, you can just be like... Blah, 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 blah. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: Anyway, here's okay. the question. Hello, ladies. This is a question for your Three Wishes segment. So really it's sexy. more of a thought than it is a question, but I just wanted you guys to unpack it and have an open discussion about it. So... Recently, I've been thinking about the connection between self-worth and having high expectations. So in dating and relationships, for instance, if you have self-worth, you tend to have some expectations from the other person. Um, So I'm just wondering about the balance between these two things, because usually if you have high expectations, you get let down and then that kind of demotes your self-worth anyways. So um, this is just an interesting thought. Feel free to take it wherever you need to. You guys are amazing. I love you. Have a great show. Aww. I love that. That's a really cool, like, way of thinking.
0: Yeah, I when I listened to that, <clears throat> um, it was really interesting because it's a kind of – I like that it wasn't necessarily a question but more a topic for us to discuss. Yeah. Which is cool because – we love just to shoot
1: the <laughs> Yeah. Um, I think this is something that we're always dealing with because we always give the most in our relationships. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't always give cause like, you know, like I'm a nurturer. I want to cook for you. I want to make you feel good. I want to give you a massage. But when I give, I don't give in order to, to receive something in return, I give because I love giving.
0: Yeah, I'm the same for sure. Like I want to give because I, I just want to yeah.
1: show appreciation. Or yeah, yeah. And it's not about me having the expectation that you're going to give back, but what I'm really trying to do is rather than have expectations of people I meet, but have standards. So, yeah. What kind of behaviors am I allowing, in order for me to give you everything or give you all this? attention behaviors actions
0: yeah no that makes sense I think to be honest I think in this in this instance when she says high expectations I feel like whenever you can't even manage those expectations you're always going to set yourself up for some kind Failure. of disappointment yeah right like and I think when she talks about self-worth as well as like I think when you start to understand your self-worth a lot more when you have a really good relationship with yourself those expectations, they kind of start to meet in the middle a little bit. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like if my self-worth was particularly low, I'm not going to be going, I want a man who's amazing and he's going to treat me like a queen and he's going to do this if I don't even believe that I'm a queen. Yeah, yeah. And so I think as your self-worth starts to grow and you start to, like, you know, put some work into yourself or you start Mm -hmm. to just grow up a little bit and understand that you are worthy of like really mm-hmm. good things. That's yeah. when you start to, your mindset starts to attract a different yeah level of person. You,
1: yeah, because you're going to be what you want to attract. Yeah. You say this all the time.
0: Um, And I think especially, I don't remember if we've talked about, we've definitely talked about this, but I don't mm-hmm. think it's been on the podcast before mm. about how um women, we worship ourselves and we talk about us being goddesses and goddess energy and we want to, mm. we are, you know, but we should be a pre... Uh, practicing the same thing towards we men. We should put
1: men on the same pedestal that yeah. we put ourselves on. Yes. Yeah. Because if you think about it, you want someone who's going to, yeah, like you said, praise you, worship you, see your worth. Mm-hmm. And how can we expect to attract that if we don't see men in the same light? And and I think the best way to practice is through friendships as well, is having... Absolutely. Having male friends in your life that can show you kindness, respect. Platonic um, friendships. Platonic friendships. Yeah. And men that, like really protect you and care about you that isn't your dad that isn't a love relationship they have no obligation to give to you but just out of pure like love I genuinely think
0: a lot of my guy f- friends are like that mm-hmm. like I've got probably like four or five that I could call and be like I really need some help can you help me move house can you help mm-hmm. me do this and they would do it because they look at me like a sister and they wouldn't be like oh I'm gonna try fuck yeah her after this you yeah. know like there's a And it's actually really hard to find those kind of friendships. It is. Um, Especially because there's always that real age-old question of people saying, like... Can men and
1: women be friends? Yeah. 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 I think they can. I think they can, but there's always a point where... Someone's going to try their luck. thinks about fucking the other person, or they try, or they hope, but they may never act on it. I feel like sometimes
0: you would maybe think that about someone when you first meet them. Yeah. You like, especially if they're cute. Yeah, you might be like, mm, okay, but mm-hmm. then, then sometimes it just crosses a wee line, and then it's just friends. Yeah,
1: or sometimes you've actually fucked a bit, and then you just become friends after.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, there, I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: nah. Um, digress. We always digress, but yeah, sorry. So back to that. I think. I think when you start realizing your self-worth, it's when you can actually manage the expectations that you put out there. So yes, you can have high expectations in terms of dating for sure. And you should, you should, like you said, you've got standards. You should have something that you will not settle for less than. Yeah, And that can be when you
1: set your boundaries, right? Exactly. Um, And for me, I don't know if this just comes with me feeling jaded, like feeling like I've in in the dating scene, like, I feel like I've seen all the fuckboys and all the narcissists, like so when it comes to meeting men, I'm always like, ugh, it's never gonna work out, it's almost like the opposite, like, I have high self-worth but no expectations of men yeah, or low expectations of men,
0: yeah, I find also like, or if I meet someone, like I'm I'm like a few years older than you, and I wish that I could tell you that it gets easier, but it actually doesn't. It, doesn't. <laughs> it really doesn't, and like maybe it just hasn't been easier for me. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Then maybe that's because of these expectations that I also have. Yeah. Um. But I hold myself in the same regard. Like. Yeah. I expect that a man should pull me up on my shit if I if yeah. I'm not adequately meeting f- what they want. I find wanna. it
1: unattractive when a guy doesn't have the same kind of standards as me like I want you to hold me to what you need and what you've specifically set out that you were looking for in a woman
0: I definitely find again I think we're going to digress a bit here but I definitely find that men who often really physically are interested in you and they just want to like not necessarily just want to have sex but when they a majority of their attraction to you is physical mm-hmm. they don't know what else that they can call you out on because that's all that they can see you for. Yeah, exactly. And they don't
1: want to fuck up at the same time because they don't want to miss out on the chance of fucking you.
0: Yeah. Um, But what I have found within dating, which is what I was trying to say before, is that I often don't even feel, like, surprised if I get let down by a man anymore. It's, like, disappointed but not surprised. And that's maybe an expectation, but... I don't even know. I don't even know if it is that. I think it's more that I'm just like, I almost just, I, in fact, it's not an expectation. I don't expect it's going to work out because I feel like there's always something that's going to not work. Yeah,
1: I feel like you almost have to get to know someone and express what you're looking for before you can hold them to expectations. It's not fair to expect something of someone if you've never communicated it if you to don't, them before. Exact, no, you're right. So if you meet someone and you say, for example, we would be like, hey, I'm really interested in you if we were, yeah. but I'm not looking to fuck around. I'm not looking to just mess around and just have sex and it not going anywhere. I'm really trying to settle down and get my shit together. And I want to be with someone who has all their ducks in a row. So if yeah. that's not you, you can walk away. But if that's what you want as well, okay, now I'm going to put you to that standard.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or even like, I'm looking for someone, a long-term serious commitment. Mm-hmm. Like if that wants to be you, cool, let's work it out. Let's yeah. talk about it together. But like... Ideally, I feel like you meet the right person at the right time, which sounds yeah. so so cliché, mm-hmm. but it actually is. That's and true. like that's often why I think things don't work out, so other things can fall into place. Yeah. I mean, it's so it's um, I I haven't had this happen yet. So I'm only presuming and hoping that that's the case. Mm. But yeah.
1: Mm. And I feel like when it's the right person as you said, those expectations don't set you up for disappointment because that person is meant for you.
0: Yeah, and I think also it's okay if they don't
1: meet every single thing right away. It's because it's a journey. Love is about learning to grow together. You've got to learn to love each other. So they're not going to be able to fill all your needs. They're not going to know how to handle you when they're angry. They don't know how to support you in terms of your career straight away. Like it's a learning process and it's also learning your love languages and how you speak to each other, your um, apology languages. Yeah. Your attachment styles could be different. Um, I also think like
0: when you're in these relationships as well, like is if things are going really well all the time and that's really great, but they need to be able to be there for you when there's a real hardship. Like yeah. you lose your job or you know, I don't know, something happens. Someone family. a family member yeah. passes away or you there's something happens and there's like a hardship that they need to support you through, that's mm-hmm. when you see someone's real true colours as well. hundred Not when everything's all just fucking
1: Co-cha. fine and dandy. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I feel like I do feel like we say a lot of the same things over and over again within our the theme of our podcast, but I genuinely
1: believe there's a reason why they come up again.
0: It's well, cause... also, you know, like when someone has to tell you something a hundred times so you finally get yeah. it, that's all we're trying to do. We're but, just trying to
1: drill it in. But everything always retracts back to self-love. Yeah. Almost everything we talk yeah. about comes back to like being whole within yourself first. Because the reason why I don't, even though I have self-worth and I don't have high expectations of other men is because I don't need anything from anyone else to feel good. Yeah. So 100%. if you come into your li- my life and you want to take me on a date, you want to... Want to die me? You want to have a conversation with me? Like that's a fucking pleasant surprise to me.
0: So no, honestly, when someone genuinely like is like, yeah. I want to take you out. I want to spend time with you. I'm like, oh, what you mean? You don't just want to have sex? Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> why are we like that? That's and so annoying. Another thing is ex- having expectations or building yourself up to be let down means you're thinking too far into the future. Yeah, live in the present. Enjoy what that person is doing now for you if they're respecting you they're being kind with you kind to you then just enjoy it for what it is if it doesn't work out that's fine as long as it was a positive experience yeah
0: Mm. we don't want any negative shit um i think also managing your self-worth in terms of these expectations though as well is like it takes quite a long time i think especially if you have some kind of traumas or triggers in your life or like a history of like some kind of mental or emotional abuse and it makes you feel like you're not worthy Mm. it's really hard to build up from those things yeah and so when you start that kind of journey and it can be really difficult because your inner reflection is always really hard right and Mm. it's hard to it's hard to and change your mindset of what someone else has ingrained into you yeah and so when you start to realize yourself self-worth, like even your friends around you will tell you, you're yeah. so amazing, blah, yeah. blah, blah. And like, they're not lying.
1: Why mm. would they lie?
0: And it's just about starting to believe them. I remember when I was like really young, people used to always like be like, oh, pay me compliments for whatever reason. I'd be like, okay, no, but, and I'd always fight it. Mm-hmm. And then I started to learn when people would compliment me to say thank you. Yeah. And just be gracious for the compliment. And, like, that doesn't make that mean that you're cocky or anything. But, again, mm-hmm. that's a, a realization of your self-worth again. Yeah. Because
1: you are acknowledging what they're saying and you can take it on board. Yeah. And also putting your self-worth in your expectations upon someone else is also codependency. So It is. It is. It's it like is. validation in another person. You're finding your validation through another person's behavior and how they treat you. So... If that's the case, then do you think you're really ready for a relationship? Because really, it should be... I don't think I would start expecting anything from someone unless it's a behavior they've already displayed to me. So, for example, if you text me every single day and check in on me every day, single day, then I have that expectation... That you're going to do it That every you're going to do it. So then when you let me down, that's when I can call you out on your shit. Yeah. Because it's something that you've changed in your behavior. Yeah. But if you haven't displayed that behavior me before, or you haven't made any promises, then how can I expect something of you? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. If there's, and it's like, also, it's kind
0: of, I think, nice in an instance to not have that same repetitiveness in a relationship, mm-hmm. because then you do become disappointed. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's like if someone calls you every day or whatever, then they just all of a sudden don't. And then another day goes by and they don't. Or, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You start to feel let down and disappointed Yeah, like And then you start to question your self-worth. Yeah, yeah. And then maybe they start to ghost you. I don't know. Mm. It's not the one. No. That
1: was a cool little, like, section of discussion.
0: But, yeah, I hope, I hope that kind of maybe clarified what she was wanting us to Discuss. clarify.
1: It was a really cool point of discussion. I liked it. Yeah. We
0: talk about this kind of stuff all the time.
1: Yeah. It's like, because we're going through it.
0: <laughs> all the
1: time. Things we're going through it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> things that are fucking me life
1: not a dick <laughs> that's just all life.
0: <laughs> just life um okay so we've got another question here uh-huh. and this this is re- um, related to isolation or like lockdown which we're in at the moment yeah. so she said how would you go about dealing with a breakup that had no closure in isolation which already sucks already fucking sucks yeah um but we 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 always talk about how we need a bit more background. So I messaged her back today, or we Mm -hmm. did, sorry. And I said, hey, honey, we would love to answer your question today. Could you please give us a bit more background about your situation? We are so sorry to hear this. And she said, yeah, no problem. Thank you. It has been really hard, but I know it'll get better. We've been dating for a few years now, and honestly, I thought we were doing so well. We've been living together during isolation and had a really pointless argument and hurtful things were said on both sides. Without resolving the argument, he just ended things and asked me to move out the next morning. We didn't speak for a week at all afterwards, and since he has told me he's overwhelmed and doesn't know what he wants but needs time to think.
1: So confusing. Did they not live together before isolation? I don't think so. Because that's understandable. Like, if you're... If he's feeling overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. Living with someone changes the dynamic so much because you might think you know a person, and then when you move in together, you're like whoa who the fuck are you
0: yeah I guess it's also because you start to see all their little weird habits and little pockets of them that you hadn't noticed before like mm. I always think about this because I've lived with both of my ex-boyfriends mm-hmm. and then when I've like flattered in situations and lived with like friends of mine I'm like fuck they must think I'm so weird for like yeah. things I do I had this chat with our housemates we call them Mum and dad um one day and I was like do you guys think I do like weird things? And they yeah. were like, no, what do you mean? I was like, I don't know, just like weird, weird living shit. habits. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, because when I was with my ex boyfriend, we would live, if we lived with other people, we would always be like, did you see what she was doing? Like, oh my
1: God, remember? What did she
0: eat for dinner? <laughs> remember
1: the person that used to live here that would always leave the bathroom light on and the fan going for like an hour after they had a shower? Yeah. And I was like, I can't
0: deal. <laughs> like, such a, <laughs> such a weird, annoying thing. But
1: it's just such a weird habit to me. And that could be the same in this instant is that. It's not that you're doing anything wrong, but he's being exposed to you at an extreme amount of time and extreme closeness where he might be used to being distracted by work, having alone time, having separation, having time to miss you, that being around you all the time can be overwhelming for someone, especially if he's an introvert.
0: Um, and also you being around him. So, mm. I mean, I don't know if you feel overwhelmed as well. Um, I don't know. I'm quite savage in these kind of situations, though. Like, in my opinion... If he doesn't know what he wants, fuck that guy. No, facts. Like, honestly, Mm -hmm. how can he not, not, so you've been dating for a few years, and shit does happen, and it gets really hard, and relationships are a work in progress. Like we said, you've got to learn to love, and you have to learn to love each other. And when you move in together, yeah, okay, so isolation might have been a bit of a throwing you right in the deep end, because you've got no time for other people, or you can't leave. But like on man like nah. why but for him to like just... and
1: to shut you out like that yeah like, to not... up and leave after one argument and not even fight for you or not even like try to work things out with you that says to me that there's something been going on behind the scenes for a while for him to just snap like yeah that. like
0: potentially yeah. he's
1: potentially he's
0: um been already been feeling a, t- a type of way yeah um and the fact that he didn't talk for a week at all afterwards like i don't know how long ago this happened um, to be honest though, I think being in isolation and lockdown and you can't see each other, is mm. the fucking best time to get over someone.
1: Yeah. Because you're not worried about him going out and like cooking up with the girls. Like he, you both know that- He's breaking
0: the law if he's doing that. He
1: is. But you're both having time apart to reflect without any distractions. So you can actually confront your emotions head on instead of trying to hide them with like alcohol, partying, distractions, other guys. Yeah. You have to actually force yourself to heal- and then move on quicker.
0: Which I actually think, just a little digress here, that isolation or lockdown has probably been the best thing for so many people in their mental health because mm-hmm. you actually really have to start to look at yourself internally
1: mm-hmm. because there's and only respect. so much
0: of your housemates that you can take and there's only so much Netflix you can watch and there's only so much you can do before you're
1: like, hang on. I'm not happy
0: about this. Maybe I'll go for a walk in the sunshine and think about my
1: life. Yeah, 100%. Um, I think if he is really... It sounds like he's in, like, his head a lot. Like, he's got some extreme inner conflict going on. Yeah. So if he needs that space in order to calm down, you kind of just have to leave it. There's nothing you could do. I think forcing someone to talk to you when they're not ready or when they don't want to, it, you're not going to get the outcome you want from that conversation. No, and it's
0: just going to be more frustrating for them and also for you because you, yeah, you're, you're trying to engage in something that they're not ready for.
1: Yeah. Um, Even if you want to message him and be like, hey, you don't have to reply to this. Like, I want to have a conversation with you when you're ready. Whenever that is, that's fine. But just, like, I'm here when you are.
0: Yeah. Um. So my friend is going through something kind of similar in isolation. And I think, like, I don't know if you guys have got much history in terms of, like, breaking up or having, like, arguments and stuff like that. But I said to my friend, like, you can give this guy one more chance because you can't, mm. like... Figure out your breakup or your situation or whatever without giving it another shot. So if he's open to, like, allowing that to happen, then maybe you guys could give it another go when we go into a more normal way of Is living.
1: really extreme circumstances. Like, you don't have yeah. to behave like that. Like, you don't really have that much intense time with somebody normally ever. ever ever
0: this is a, literally a once in a lifetime yep. situation like mm-hmm. if, unless you're on like holiday which is again sorry, I thought it was quite different <laughs> um so yeah I think if you if you guys are willing to like maybe work together and talk about it again then definitely consider that um, but if this is something that maybe does reoccur then I would maybe check it cancel mm-hmm. it I think also at the end of the day indecision is a fucking decision and if he doesn't know if he wants to be with you I think that's enough for you to walk away. Exactly.
1: Just focus on yourself. If he he'll come back to you when you're ready, and I think it's good to just to have that time to reflect and actually think, what do you want to say to him, and what do you want out of this?
0: Yeah. Like, and is I mean, that
1: fight really mendable? Exactly.
0: um I think also we always say that breakups are the best thing, and they're always really really hard, but. When you actually go through it and you get to do all the self-work and realization mm. and you can set your new expectations mm. and your new standards and build yourself up better, then you're going to only welcome a
1: lot more goodness into your life. Um, also book re- um, recommendation, like what a time to be alone is a really great book yeah. to read when you come out of a breakup as well. Yes. We can send you a little link, picky link, whatever of that. Okay. Hey. Um, yeah, cool. Ding, <laughs> wish granted uh, cool next question um, struggling so hard to get over a great guy but a not right for me guy I can't stay away help why is he not right for you I've dated guys or talked to guys that I think are good guys but they're not right for me and usually it's because there's a deal breaker in the mix so that could be that there was no sexual chemistry. Maybe ha- we have different morals and values. Mm-hmm. Maybe the way we want to live our life in terms of family or career don't align. And that's why he's not the right guy for me. Okay, yeah. hmm Yeah. How to get over him. Well, we-, we talk about getting over guys a lot or like getting over breakups. You need to delete him out of your routine. So don't check his Instagram. Obviously, don't message him if he's already called it off with you. Um, don't go and read old messages again. Like, don't torture yourself by flooding those old memories into your existence. Start to eliminate them and create a new routine that's all about you. I honestly think, like, to get
0: over someone, the only way to really do it is to literally stop fucking seeing them as well. Yeah. Like, if you can't stay away, why? Mm. Stop stop doing it to yourself. Yeah. Like, you're literally, if you know that he's not right for you, but he's great, but he's not right for you, stop Don't hanging out with him. Yourself. Like, why, what is going to change about that? What that... is, why is hanging out with him going to change other than make it harder for you to walk away eventually? Honestly. Like Em said, delete everything. Like, I, when I've stopped seeing guys, I delete photos that we took together from my phone, I delete mm. their number. I even had one
1: guy on Facebook, I deleted him from Facebook.
0: Like, who even adds people on Facebook anymore? But I deleted him. You have to. It's about cutting the cord,
1: cutting the connection completely, severing ties. Literally. I've got
0: no no, no mm. old numbers, no photos, no pictures, mm. nothing. Um, You
1: just have to get rid of it. Um, And I guess this is a bit of tough love is just have some self-respect, sis. Like, if you expect this guy to, like, be kind to you or, like, things to work out, like... If you already know he's wrong for you, you know the answer. That's your gut telling you it's not going to work out. So why are you going to chase something that isn't right for you and then expect something good to come along? It's not going to happen. Also, like, do
0: you think that, I mean, we are being real tough love. Yeah. (laughs) Do you think that he's going to think, like, look at you in any different way? Like, he's not. Mm. Like, if there's a guy who was consistently doing that to me, after a while I'd be like, oh, this is boring. Because you you also just know. Like, if you know how easy it is the thrill of the chase is gone as well yeah like especially when it's not mutual
1: yeah you've just gotta you've gotta be willing to say no to the love that's not right for you in order to attract the love that is right for you
0: yeah and like that was good and i think also like yeah he's a great guy but again if he's not right for you like don't don't hold a candle for him it's not it's just not worth it like there's gonna be a great guy who is right for you out there and you can't find him if you're blocking the energy of that with mm-hmm. this not right for you dude mm-hmm.
1: and maybe he's still hitting you up and that's why it's so hard for you to get over him don't reply leave him on don't scene. reply get or back all that pussy
0: power suck it back up leave him on scene
1: but if he literally does keep talking to you and he's trying to suck you back in like you need to set that boundary with him you have to be like hey i can't do this anymore don't talk to me i'm moving on block him delete like you have to set that up for yourself Also, like, why, then, is he still fucking chasing you? That's rude.
0: That's selfish. That's selfish. That's not a great guy. That's
1: codependency. That's not a great guy if he's
0: doing that to you. Mm -mm. Like, there can be lots of great things about a person, and you can have a really kind heart, but that doesn't make you a really good person to someone else. Like, we know lots of people who have got really good hearts, and deep down they're good people. Yeah. But they're not great in a dating situation. No, they have
1: so much maturing to do in the dating scene. So maybe... Mm -mm. Like, if you're a grown-ass woman, I haven't got the time to teach another man how to love me. Yes, fuck that. No, I don't have the time to teach someone to be a good boyfriend. Like, I've done that work, so you have to come to the table already done that work as well. Or be doing it. Or doing the
0: work, yeah. Um. I mean, I had that conversation with a guy I recently stopped seeing as well, and I was like, I can't tell you how I want to be loved or how I want you to treat me because you should want to do it for yourself and for me. Yeah. And you should know how to treat me. And if you don't know, see ya. It's actually it's actually hard, though. It is hard to do it. Mm. But, like, you have to make that choice for you. If you want to keep going back to him, that's that's it's actually a choice. Yeah. You're not... You're choosing. You're, you're not choosing changing You're choosing the this. old
1: karmic lovers. You're choosing to stay in the same karmic cycle. So do you want to start a new cycle and attract new energy? Or do you want to stay at this level of growth and not level up? Exactly. You have to... In order to
0: change... You have to make that change. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just choosing the same choice. cycle again. Yeah. And that's a very bitter pill to swallow because, mm.
1: trust me, sis, I'm I have doing it actually it at the moment. Yeah. I'm trying to swallow it. I'm usually it at the really great at swallowing, but right now we're out of practice. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's solid. Um, I quite like that. Yeah. Sorry about the actual very intense attack, but. It's because we, we love
1: you and we want you to grow.
0: We want the best for you. That's why we do these. So mm. I hope that you appreciate the
1: savage the savagery of that. Yeah. Um keep sending in those voice memos. We love them. Like it's so nice to hear your voices. The voice
0: memos are cool. Um, um but both of them are from Australians. So, like get some Kiwis in there, guys. Yeah, how funny is it that she's Aussie? But... Well, you are. Yeah. So yeah, we've yeah. got it we're fifty 50-50 here, but like come on, we're 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 losing. Hmm. Maybe even someone else, but in English.
1: (laughs) Alright, thanks guys. I think that's it. Send in your questions for next week as well. We're always checking out again as we reply to everything. So Yeah. Get in. Mm. Bye. That's it for this episode, fam. Thanks for listening. If you have
0: any questions, topics, or suggestions, you can DM us on Instagram. The link is in our bio.
1: And don't forget, whose pussy is this? It's yowls. Deuces. Bye.